The Story and Things podcast is intended for mature audiences who don't mind major spoilers. If you're returning or if this is your first time listening, welcome, and I hope you enjoy. Hi everyone, welcome to Story and Things. We are a podcast where we review stories and talk about other things. I am your host, Yehida. And I'm your host, Chelly. And today we are going to be tackling quite the story. We have never discussed a dark romance before. I know, we haven't. And I'm so excited, mostly because of the new vibe that's coming into this, into this arias, into this space. space. So, Spadissi, as you would say. Oh, yes, we're using the OCs. <laughs> but we are currently filming with new gear. So mm-hmm. we have new mics. I hope you can tell because they were pretty expensive. They're so. nice. Honestly, we can already tell because we did a little bit of a sound check. Oh, oh First God. of all, sound check. Oh, my God. Who are we? <laughs> we did a little bit of a sound check and then we've just, you know, been testing everything around. And it sounds so I clear. feel good. I feel so, good. Me too. So we have this and we're attempting new things with our setup of our episode. And if you notice it, cool. If you don't notice it, also cool. Live your life. But the reason why we kind of want to do something different is because we both really enjoyed our episode for Unhoneymooners, which we were drunk for that one. Yeah. So like, that makes sense, right? And we didn't say how we felt about it until... Almost the end, right? Yeah, that was so fucking funny. Or maybe maybe it was that we were super excited to talk about the unhoneymooners that it was a shock by the end that we were like, we fucking hated it. Oh wait, it. spoiler alert. We hate it. Oh yeah. <laughs> but we are going to be talking about Haunting Adeline by HD Carlton. So because of how we felt about the Unhoneymooners episode, we wanna hold off on how we feel. Mm-hmm. And we even don't know how the other person feels about this book. And it's funny because we keep going like, I know how you feel. I know how you I feel. Know. <laughs> We've known each other for what, 10 years now? Oh my god, almost 10 years. <laughs> this will be our decade. Yeah, it is May. going to be our decade. And I feel like I know how you feel about this. And you know how I feel about this? I don't think you know how I feel about this. I don't know. Who are you to be in my mind? In my mussy? You know, it's funny. (laughs) It's funny because every time I'm reading a book that I know we're going to discuss, in my head, I I never highlight it, but in my head, I'm like, Chelly is not going to like this. This part specifically. Yeah. Or sometimes you read something and it's like, that's Yahira. That's Yahira completely. What do you mean? Oh, like like, like my vibe? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because we've known each other long enough to... But we have surprised each other in in some of these episodes. We... Just live by arguing. <laughs> we don't even talk anymore. After we these don't episodes, argue. After these episodes, Yahira leaves and I don't talk to her until she comes back. So, she's lying. <laughs> Get out of my house. <laughs> we, we don't argue. No, we don't. But, but we disagree. A little bit. As friends. And besties. Love that friend. <laughs> But it's okay. We do get over it. It's not like it's not like it's that serious. No, yeah. <laughs> I'm still really upset about that one. It's fine. It's fine. But we are going to be talking about haunting Adeline, mm-hmm. and I wanted to give a quick summary because I, I, I want us, or I want you guys to kind of know the the 
synopsis of this without giving too much away. We are going to spoil throughout the whole fucking episode, <laughs> so be prepared but, for that. But our summary is not going to contain too many spoilers. Or at least not the major spoilers. Mm-hmm. So just to mention, our story is told in a dual point of view, mm-hmm. meaning that we hear the story from two perspectives. Our main character, Addie, and our... Adeline. Sm- Obviously, yes, Adeline, okay. Addie, and our second character who goes by the shadow because we don't even know. We don't who the fuck know. He is. We don't know him yet. Who the fuck is he? But <laughs> anyway, so we hear the story from two perspectives: Addie, who is moving into a house that she inherited from her late grandma. Mm-hmm. It's, a manor. it's a manor. It's a manor in Seattle too that mm. looks gothic as fuck. And she's like, it's "Down, me. bitch! You're dead. Thank you, Grammy." Uh, actually, she really loved her, so I know. she's upset about it. And, she wants to move thank in. You, Grammy. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Love you. No, she she wants to move in, even if it's like creepy, even if it's yeah. barren. Well, it's not barren, but you know, it's in the middle of. But she's forest. down for it because she loved her grandma so much, and she loved the memories that she made there when she was younger. But also vibes because she's also a horror freak, so she's like, hell yeah, fucking dust those gargoyles, bitch, they're gonna stay. But anyway, our character Addie. Um, her life is interwoven with our character, The Shadow, who meets Addie by looking at a picture of her because she she's an indie author and she was going to have a book signing event. Mm-hmm. And he looks at her and is like, oh my fucking God. That's my wife pussy. My wife pussy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, he went into the book signing event and, you know, they're checking their, their tags. And it's like, okay, where's your tag to show that you're going? And it's like, no, that's my wife pussy. And he's like, for real sissy? <laughs> event like the real OC that he is and he's like I fucking love this girl so you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna fucking stalk her yeah I'm gonna stalk her and I'm gonna ruin her fucking life even if she doesn't want it but she does want it because she's gonna fucking love me by the end of this Mm -hmm. and this is where our dark romance begins how both of our characters are interwoven into each other's lives Addie, who is trying to solve the cold case of the death of her great-grandmother. Gigi. Living in a home that goes through a lot of supernatural things. Not really, though, the supernatural parts. I mean, it's sprinkled in there. Yes. And then our character, who is the stalker, the shadow, who is a horrible person, if you think about it in a healthy perspective. But then also... But only in the healthy uh, one. But also a hero in what he does in his line of work. Not a hero, a vigilante. Sorry. A, a vigilante. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't we go ahead and talk about... The tropes. The tropes. Besides dark romance, there is also insta-love. He is immediately obsessed with her the moment that he sees her. And he's like, that girl, she gonna be mine. Okay, but you know what, though? The obsession part... I'm I'm like, okay, I get it. I get that trope. I will not stray away from that trope. But the fact that he's like, damn. Oh, by the way, spoiler alert. Not spoiler, but a little, a little trigger warning. I will be saying a lot of inappropriate words because of the type of story that we're doing. Oh, yes. Just to let everyone know, this book does have a list of trigger warnings in the first page. So oh, make sure that props you... Props to author for doing that. Yeah. Props. Props to any author that does that. Mm-hmm. Um, so just be aware before you start the story. Anyway, this whole obsession thing, okay, fine. But the fact that when he looks at her, he's like, fuck, 
my fucking cock is gonna her her <laughs> body will encapsulate me like a goddess and I'm her god and my fucking penis my penis bitch my pussy oh wait oh, whoa that's how they came up with the word they ussied it up a pussy my is penis. just a penis that was ussied <laughs> sexual their interactions were but then take into it like consideration that Addie is aroused by a lot of horror things yeah she gets aroused when she feels fear so you know a sane person <laughs> would be like someone's stalking me bye bitch and she tries to be <laughs> that person go. she tries to be that person because she does call the police but then it's like they don't really do much no and when you know she does file reports our shadow is really skilled in, you know, hacking, in stalking, as we already know. And so he's able to just get into the system and delete the files. Exactly. And Addie's like, okay, well, not only is he a creep, but he's also fucking smart <laughs> with all this shit. Yeah, he, and, he also hacks into her security cameras. Yeah, which her friend, Daya, who is also a hacker, is like, oh yeah, this is going to work just fine. No, all of a sudden it doesn't. But just like the fact that he literally hacked the cameras. I mean, I wasn't surprised, obviously, because we already knew the type of character that he was at that point. But damn, she really felt safe for a second. She did. She's like, even though he sees me, (laughs) he sees me for who I really am. No. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fussy? (laughs) Anyway, one of the other tropes is um, I, I don't even know if this is a trope, but I wrote it is obsessiveness. So it's I think seemed, that would go with the insta-love. Because it's like an insta-love, but also an insta-obsession. Yeah, so I just wanted to mention that the obsessiveness is seen through both characters. Mm-hmm. Because even though they live very different lives, they're very similar. Mm-hmm. You know, he's over here doing freaking God knows what. The Lord's shit. work. <laughs> illegal shit. But it's like both characters are so, like, they're... I don't say this. I feel like in a way they complete each other. Because yeah. he loves, you know, the game. Yes. He loves, you know, causing all of this fear on her. Mm-hmm. And even though she is scared, she still gets aroused by it. Yeah. So they in a way complete each other. Mm-hmm. One of the tropes that is also in this that was mentioned in the trigger warnings mm-hmm. was CNC, consensual, non-consensual. Which I <clears throat> have never really seeked out non-consensual in general yeah i haven't either i mean i'm pretty sure i've stumbled on fan fiction that has had that trope or even dubious consent because i i'm assuming it's like the same thing but with books i've never been one to you know oh i hear that it's here i'm gonna grab it yeah exactly but because of this beautiful podcast (laughs) we're here fucking reading it bitch (laughs) so it was new to me same but fuck, dude. Those, those <laughs> fucking penises and vagina, bitch. Don't you mean the gun? Oh my god. <laughs> on the spiceometer meter. Spiceometer. Spiceometer. Uh-huh. Based on how <sighs> spicy it is. <laughs> <laughs> on how spicy it is. How do you rate the spice in this fucking book? Okay. Um, I would probably rate out of ten? Or out of five. Out of ten. I'd probably give it an eight. An eight? Eight and a half, yeah. I think I would give it a seven. You think so? I said, yeah, because it was fucking, like, fucking... It was... I have never read a book where the guy fucks a girl with 
a gun. Or literally, uh, you know, I can't think of... Oh, yeah, because he takes a gun out at her and is like... Because he's punishing her. Yeah, he And he's is. like, you're not going to have this dick, bitch. <laughs> so he's yeah, like, fucking a gun, bitch. <laughs> and she's like, okay, fine, I'll take it. <laughs> it's fine, well, it's by force. Yeah, it is, it by, is force. by force. But she ends up enjoying herself. But anyway, that fucking caught me off guard. But this boy be pulling his penis out in the fucking weirdest times. It's like, we're in the house of mirrors. Fucking, my cock is going to encapsulate you. Stop. I'm going to encapsulate you, bitch. I'm going to be fucking inside of you, bitch. And it's like... Inside of your... Zussy. Inside of your vagina, but also inside of your heart. Oh. <laughs> Don't cry, bitch. You changed my views. You changed Stop. my views. But anyway, our shadow, our, our shadow is so fucking obsessed with her. Mm-hmm. But this makes the story okay. By the way, you can tell <laughs> you can tell that this author's favorite word was intriguing. Yeah, doesn't it feel like they used it yeah. all the time? Yeah, I mean, I caught a couple words that I kept reading over and over again, but I didn't highlight them because I'm just like whatever. But it, to use that word, this makes their couple like their their dynamic intriguing. Yeah, because you know, in life, specifically in life, you wouldn't seek this out. But the thing is, this mm, isn't. I don't. You know. wouldn't seek out a gun. Wait, you wouldn't no. seek out. Wait, 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 hold on. You wouldn't seek out a gun. Wait. <laughs> no, I was gonna say. <laughs> no, I was gonna say. I mean, there are people who do enjoy certain extreme kinks. Okay, is then, what I was gonna say. Then let me go ahead and fix what I was saying. This isn't your typical romance book. It is dark romance. It's really interesting with the situation that they're putting the characters in. Yeah. Because like I said, the shadow works with saving those who are put into human trafficking. Did we say that? So the shadow <laughs> saves people from human... Yeah, we did because he's a vigilante. Oh, sorry. A, vig- a vigilante. <laughs> <laughs> you laughed before I said it. Did you know? I know where you're going. Oh, the Ussies. Stop. Sorry. Okay, anyway, yes. So, what was your fucking point? I don't even know what your point was. Okay, well, well okay. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> Are you feeling the tequila we <laughs> A little bit, yeah. I, why do I feel it so fast? I didn't feel it going down, but I feel it coming up. <laughs> <laughs> like, bitch, okay. Okay, anyway. anyway. <laughs> oh, see. <laughs> Stop saying Ussies. I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay, let's talk about our little talking points that we have here. Because I have a lot of fucking talking points about this dussy story. Uh-huh. Sorry if you don't speak ussy. But <laughs> anyway, like I said, this is my first time reading Dark Romance. And also, Yahira and I don't know each other's stance on this book. How do you feel about our character, Addie, having to reach a point where she's justifying the murder of what the murders that her shadow has committed because remember the shadow is helping people from human trafficking but he also takes pleasure in killing the people who not not entirely because remember the first kill that was introduced to us in his point of view he does mention that he doesn't take pleasure in the sense of like oh my god i'm I'm gonna go get off now because of this but he says that it's a means to an end yes exactly but we reach a point where Addie. Addie is thinking about it. Addie isn't exactly down for it. Even if she's like, wow, it's kind of cool, right, that you are taking care of these human trafficking rings. Because who would, who would 
disagree with that. I don't think anyone would disagree with that. Yeah. But I think that she is terrified of his methods because when she realizes that he was linked to a, like, a couple of murders that she knows he was going after, she's terrified again. But this time she's like, oh, no, I'm going to end it now. I'm going to end it now yeah. because I can't be with someone who can just take a life. Yeah. But she loved that gussy too much, so she couldn't. <laughs> no, but how do you feel about that? Like, how do you feel that she did reach a point at nearly the end of the book where it was like, yeah, you can save this little girl, but you know what? You're doing the best. And she kind of, even yeah. though he's a murderer, there's a point where she kind of starts to fall for him. I think at that point she was already falling for him, though. Yeah. So it's a little bit different because in, initially she was like, no, I'm not going to fall in love with him. Hell no, because she was reading her grandmother's diary. Her Sorry, her great grandmother's diary. Mm -hmm. And Gigi fell in love with her stalker, which is like weird that it's paralleling, right? So she's thinking to herself, I'm not going to be like her. I'm not going to fall in love with him because that's crazy. Yeah. But what do I think about her stance on him killing like what do you mean i mean she doesn't she doesn't like it she doesn't love it yeah. but she at that point she's already falling for him yeah did that turn you off from the book at all well i mean <laughs> you know just what? her character <laughs> yes but i was gonna just mention most of my talking points are just trying to like Hit, hit you so you can answer in a way that I can figure out if you like this book or not. Why don't you just tell me how you feel about the book? If you want to... No! If you just want to get into that, we can. I just want to say that the, the part where she started to like justify her murders, I did what you told me to do. I did my homework. I kept an open mind because I don't read dark romance. I guess it's more so realistic in how she responds to his actions. Yeah, and I mean, the life was, her life was all against her. And there was even a part where her shadow says, are you scared of me because of the fact that society told me to, told you to think of me a certain way? Mm -hmm. And that kind of puts her into perspective, like, oh yeah, like, I'm trying to, you know, be like, you're not supposed to do this, but the people who are fucking supposed to take care of us, the politics of everything, they're over here raping Mm -hmm. And killing. Yeah. And cannibalism, which fuck. Oh my god, yes. It's yeah. disgusting, actually. I'm gonna be honest, some of those moments in his point of view, where he was, like, hunting down, like, certain people, I had to, like, skim through it because I couldn't stomach it. He had, like, torture methods that the fingernails... Stop. I couldn't. <laughs> anything with fingernails, anything with teeth, Sorry. anything with uh, eyeballs, I can't do. I immediately tapped out. Oh my god. And he talked about... I'm sorry. Trigger warning. Okay, I'm sorry, but he talked about also, like, the squelching noises, and I'm oh, like, yeah. fuck, dude. That's I insane. Mean, I will say that it, I feel that... Okay, hey, hold on. Now I'm getting into the, the writing. I think yes. that the way that it was written was really well done, because I did like both point of views. They did feel like completely different characters. I will say that some of his dialogue felt a little off to me. Almost like... Almost like you're you're telling me this because it's important for me to understand the story, but it doesn't feel organic. But at the same time, I understand because we're trying to like move faster, right? Into like mm -hmm. his mm -hmm. part of the story. <laughs> I fucking love you. This is why we're best friends. You're my wrong. Oh my god. Let's move on to the fucking author's writing style. Okay, let's do it. Can I tell you? Can tell I tell me. you? Can I tell you? Tell me. Yes, okay. please. 
The author's writing style is like, I'm so in love with it. I love her writing style, mostly because <laughs> she's, she's writing this in a dual point of view. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that Addie's mind, for me, mm-hmm. feels very like... She's a, she's a young girl. She's a young girl, but also very well-spoken. Mm-hmm. Like, the way she talks about things is so poetic. And it's mm-hmm. funny because she she thinks like a writer like she does she really yeah. does and it's so it's so good and the fact that she always mentions that you know god i love her i love the part where she was like i don't even believe in god but like why she make me like why, this why does she make me like this <laughs> i need to have a serious conversation with her i love the fact that you know you can see this person who in their life has had to always been perceived as like well put together because you know she's an author who mm-hmm. has a following mm-hmm. and then we see the perspective of the shadow who he thinks so gross like mm-hmm. the way that he he views life his his words and his diction are just so different from addy mm-hmm. but it's so him mm-hmm. Even though he's a morally gray character, the way that he speaks is so black and white. Like, it's like, I hate these types of people because they do this. But also, I really love Addie because of whatever. Yeah. It's so, like, black and white, but he's a really gray character. Yeah, he is. I just wanted to say that I love her writing. I did, too. I really loved it. And, you know, it's funny because most of the time, I don't think... It's not that I dislike multiple point of views but sometimes i feel like they don't feel like different characters Mm -hmm. but this one really did feel that way it did Mm -hmm. i loved it so much okay so throughout this story the author did something interesting because Addie, in her life she was trying to figure out the murder of her great-grandmother because it was a case that happened in the 40s that was unsolved. I'm pretty sure this book takes place in the 2015s. I think so, yeah. So her great-grandmother's case went cold. And nobody knew that her great-grandmother had a stalker. She was the only one who knew because she found her diary. And it was totally by accident. She had this guy come over and they were going to fucking have sex. Mm -hmm. And he ended up punching the wall. And when she looked through the hole that the wall had created, she found a chest that contained... A safe that contained three journals that belonged to her great grandmother, mm-hmm. where she soon learned that her great grandmother had a stalker. Which, what did you think about her diary entries? Dude. Damn, Gigi out here. Gigi out here fucking love that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she always loved the kiss mark. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she always. I'm did. fucking scared. <laughs> Sussy. Love it. I fucking love that bitch, Gigi. <laughs> Because even though I already knew that she was brutally murdered with her entries, because there was a new entry every chapter, I believe, every chapter of Addie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, I'm rooting for you, girl. But then I was like, oh, damn, she's gone now. She's gone now. It was really sad. It was really sad. There was a part of me, and there is still a part of me, because this was part of Addie's story, because, you know, we have Addie's life and what she's going through, and also the Shadow's life and what he's going through, Mm -hmm. and Addie really wanted to solve this cold case, Mm but there was a part of me that was like, okay, what am I gaining from Gigi's murder story? What are we gaining? What are we not gaining? (laughs) Hello? There's ghosts in the house. We're gaining... We're gaining... Stop. <laughs> there, I know there's ghosts in the house, but if you think about it, because 
There's a supernatural. She literally aspect. saw her. No, I she know. saw her. You're scary great. <laughs> There's a supernatural aspect in this story, but it felt like it only really came once. No, no, it didn't. I disagree. Okay, <laughs> we're well, we're, we're gonna start fighting. No, yell at me. No, 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 no. I was gonna say, you know what I really liked about the ghost aspect of this story what? is that, of course, Adeline is Addie. Addie. She's not scared. She loves this. She lives for the thrills. She loves anything scary. Mm -hmm. What I really liked was that even though she saw things and felt things, it was confirmed when the shadow felt things too. Yeah. Like when it was his point of view and he would be like, like watching her and then he'd feel like a cold presence behind him. I was like, oh my God, wait, he actually feels it too. So it's not just her. It's not just her that feels it because her best friend, Daya, never felt anything. No. And the the guy who came over, Grayson and Archie, this other guy who came over, they didn't feel anything. At least they didn't say it. Mm -hmm. So I really liked that he felt something too because it's like, oh, so this is a hundred. But isn't place. it crazy? Because even the shadow mentions like, you know, your grandma or your great grandma Gigi had a stalker and they fell in love. Doesn't it feel like we're their reincarnations? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like fuck. Cause with all that's happening in the story, fuck, maybe, bitch. Like, maybe we are. Maybe this is what, did, is that what you felt? Do you feel like it was a reincarnation of them? Or what What do you think the point of? You know what? Of that whole story was. So, so with what? Gigi's story, I feel so sad. And, and I like how the author did it because the author would scatter the diary entries of Gigi into the story. Mm -hmm. And fuck, there was one diary entry. That I want to talk about. Okay. Specifically. I did not care for Gigi's story much. And I'll be honest. I skimmed it. Until. <gasps> until a certain diary entry was. Not the kissy marks. <laughs> until a certain diary entry. Was not in the story once. But fucking twice. Which one? And it was the short one that said. He came for me. And that fucking scared the shit out of me. Really? Because you know who scared, he is. That scared the shit out of me because it's so like... Was that after um, she already fell in love with him? Because I don't really remember when that was. It was happened. after... No, well, it was... Addie was reading the diary entries, but there was three of them. And she was reading the first one, didn't finish it. And then when her stalker came in and, you know, went through the house, she noticed that the third diary was on the floor and she looked at it and read a part that made her feel uncomfortable, kept reading it, and noticed that the last diary entry that didn't have a mark just said, he came for me. Mm. And that fucked me up so much. Why? because Because at that point, it's like, oh, the stalker did this to her. Mm -hmm. You know? And mm -hmm. it's just so sad because the same thing is happening to Addie and I thought it was just going to be the same outcome. Like at that history point. is just repeating itself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it, it fucked me up. Like yeah. I don't even know how to explain how much that fucked me up. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. Some of those like moments with Gigi really left me really unsettled. I was like, I know, I know the outcome, yeah. but even, even so I still feel really unsettled. And fuck the fact that that statement sounds so this is my last moment, mm -hmm. and that's all I could say. Yeah. <sighs> Fuck. Damn. That fucks me up. I agree. So, how did you feel about this story? Honestly? Yeah. You're actually asking me? 
Yeah, because I think that if we say how we feel about it, we can talk more in depth about like why we feel a certain way about it. I <laughs> this is weird. I feel like I'm like I'm naked. <laughs> I actually really like this story. Okay. And I didn't think I would. I am definitely gonna read the second one. <laughs> It does make me feel a little uncomfortable only because of the fact there was one. Oh, I, you already know this about me. I don't like reading about children getting hurt. Same. It I, fucks me up. It, me too. That whole point of um, Mark, was Mark, right? Yeah. Mark doing rituals on children. Oh, oh yeah. my God. That part fucked me up. Yeah. And I was having an emotional day mm-hmm. because of work when I read that part. So it fucked me up. I cannot even begin to tell you how much it fucked me up. I literally had to call my sister. Mm. And I was like, can you just, like, stay on the phone with me? Because I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm not feeling that well. Yeah. That fucked me up. Which surprised me that the rest of it didn't fuck me up as much. But I, I think I agree with you, though. Because, yeah, there's some really unsettling things here. But when it comes to children, it's really triggering for the both of us. Can I say... One thing, also, please. I I do really like this story, and we'll give ratings later. I really, really like this story, but Z for someone oh, the, shadow. the shadow, <laughs> but the shadow for someone who's been in the saving um, people from human trafficking, he never really voiced how he felt about it like eloquently enough. What do you mean? He was just like, well, <laughs> he Sorry. mentioned. He does things because he wants to. So he's like, I hate it. So I'm going to save him. (laughs) And it's like, okay. Right, because he mentions that he doesn't have, like, a direct link to it. Like, there's no backstory that really links him to being the person that he is, you know, a vigilante who saves kids and women in these circumstances. Yeah, which, okay, I get it. Because, like, okay, you, you can have a a want to help someone. Mm-hmm. But with the story, that kind of threw me off only because it seemed like that was only thrown in there for Addie to be like, he's a bad boy. He does good things. <laughs> oh, dude, my ussy. No. <laughs> it threw I, me off. It, it, I understand why. I think the reason why that happened or why it was that way was because, this is just a guess, okay? I don't know the author. But what I'm assuming is that you don't have to have a direct link to something to actually care about the cause. Yeah. And that's what I assumed was his whole character was that, you know what? This is disgusting. I'm going to go save the world. Okay. (laughs) What were your thoughts about the book? You know, I don't really read dark romance. I really, but it's funny because I think I sent you an audio message where I was like, I really want to read a dark romance. Yeah. Because I keep seeing TikToks of, of people saying like, oh my God, dark romance. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. I've never actually sought one out. Maybe I've read something mm-hmm. like a fanfic of it accidentally, but nothing really this intense in, in my opinion. I'm sure there's like way worse than this. Yeah. But I enjoyed the story for the most part, like I said earlier, there were certain like certain dialogues of the shadow where I felt like this doesn't feel natural. But at the same time, I do really like this character because I like what he's doing. Yeah. So I'm gonna just ignore that. I'm just ignore that. 
ignore that awkward dialogue. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Yes. Did the spice in the story throw you off? The spice could have been good, okay? It could have been... But did it throw you off? When the gun happened, I was shocked. But it's funny because we both have seen TikToks of, you know, people mentioning a gun sex scene. I didn't know it was this book, Me though. neither. So when that was happening, I was like, oh my god, is this, this happening? Is this is the this gun. This is it. This is it. The famous gun. <laughs> it threw me off. But to be honest, like, I already knew it was a dark romance. So I was like, okay. Here we are. <laughs> this the, is happening. The fucking thing that kind of... Because I do really like this book. And I can see myself reading the second one. Mm-hmm. The thing that threw me off was the fact that, you know, he's so in love with Addie. Good for him. Fucking <laughs> stalk her all you want, bitch. But his fucking, like, vocabulary when describing her irks me. It's so <laughs> disgusting to me. Because what was his vocabulary? Just like, me. you know, like, oh my god, you know, I'm out here saving children, but just think about that pussy. Just think about that pussy, bitch. Uh-huh. Like, you don't deserve to say the ussy, sir, first of all. Like, I, I hate the fact that he, everything he thinks about her is like, oh Sexual. yeah, I saw her fucking my pants, bitch. Like, yeah. Ugh. Everything is I'm really sexual. You know, you know me. It's funny I didn't because think... I, was gonna... I was the opposite. I was like, there's not enough sex in the story. Me? I was like, freaking penis left and right. I couldn't even dodge at one point. Like, you were like, there's too much penis. I just read about penis. Why are you putting another one in here? Oh my god. I hate it. Oh my god. They fucking had sex in the freaking maze of mirrors or whatever it's called. The oh, that, mirrors. that was the first time they had like penetration sex. So like with him penetrating yeah. her. That was pretty hot though. Because there was like mirrors all around them. <laughs> and he was like, yes, yes, yes. He yes. was like, look Not at that, that angle. One. Yes. <laughs> look at that angle. Look at that angle, bitch. Not that look one though. Look at you getting fucked in all angles. <laughs> and she was fucking into it. They yeah. fucked for a hella long time. Two hours. Daya's over here like, bitch, I'm just trying to go home with my rack. Daya. Daya was like, girl, please come out of the house of mirrors. Dude, this bitch, freaking <laughs> the shadow, he was like, let's have sex fucking anywhere. Yeah, I'm fucking saving someone, saving people from human trafficking, but let's have sex in this freaking movie. <laughs> you know what? It's room. my break time, so. It's my break time. <laughs> fucking let yourself encapsulate me. I always say that. You keep saying that. That fucking line fucking stuck with me. <laughs> Can I tell you a quote that fucking. Uh, okay. Wait, I <laughs> anyway, can't tell if this is positive or negative. There's a quote that when, when he first sees her mm-hmm. at this event. And he hears her voice. He's like, oh my god, fucking voice of a porn star, bitch. That fucking Wait, bitch but he's not has the- me at my knee. I know, everyone thinks that. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll mention that later. But he's like, fucking, this girl has me at my knees. I'm groaning. I'm fucking feeling this shit. <laughs> and then he says, all I want to do is break her. Shatter her into pieces. And then rearrange those pieces to fit against my own. I don't care if they don't fit. I'll fucking make them fit. Mm-hmm. It's like, bitch, fucking leave her alone. Like, <laughs> I'm over here at my fucking book signing. My my book sussy. And you're over here being sussy? Like, bitch, why are you doing this? Ugh. But that's the trope, though. That's the insta-love on crack trope. That he's obsessed with her. And you know what? I like that he is at least self-aware. Like, he knows, oh, I'm obsessed over her. Like, I know that I'm obsessed over her. Yeah. He's aware. And he's fine with it. Which, honestly, good for him. (laughs) 
Love a self-aware king. Love when you know what you want in your life. <laughs> um, I also have a quote that I thought really described their relationship together. And I don't know exactly at what point the story is. It looks like it's more than halfway. So I think she's already falling for him. But not, like, in love with him, Mm. you know? So there's a moment where he tells her, you know, I've never stalked anyone before. And she's like, oh, am I supposed to feel special? And he's like, I mean, I wouldn't mind if you did. (laughs) Oh, the freaking hair. And she... (laughs) and she thinks well this is her her thoughts right i want to slap him but the asshole would probably like it and then turn around and slap me back and my dumb ass self would probably like it too i just feel like right there that's them that's 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 their whole dynamic that's them also the fact that there was one moment where z was like kissing her and they were having oh by the way his name was zade oh but yeah the shadow is z Zade. Who is Zade? Yeah. Who fake goes by Zach? Yeah, hey, that's his fake name. Zadussy. Stop. So, <laughs> so Zadussy. There's this one quote I want to say where they're having like not penetrative sex, but they are you know playing with each other, mm-hmm. and she is enjoying herself. But there's a quote that she says for the first time. This moment with Z feels consensual, but I'm not sure if I want that. But what fucking sense does that make to not want it to be consensual? And I'm like, fuck, she's in it. She's in it. She's in it. Hard. Yeah, I feel really, I feel really bad for her only because everything in Addie's life, like she tries so hard to just have a normal life. But the thing is, even if she had never met Z, the shadow, if she had never met him, she was already targeted to be yeah she was in tar- the human trafficking ring yeah she was targeted by the society no actually she was marked by the society mm-hmm. which the society i'm assuming is like a human trafficking ring so the fact that she was marked had already put her in danger right yeah but the reason why we even know about it is because of another character whose name is actually mark <laughs> and he's like he's like a politician who was doing that ritual thing with the children yeah and zade or sorry, the shadow. He's getting closer to him. In order to like, you know, infiltrate. Exactly. And I actually did want to comment on it. Um, I did write something on here where he's like getting ready to save a child from the situation. I did write that I think it's really brave of him for putting himself directly in the situation. Because that whole like scene gave me so much anxiety. I thought, because there's a scene at the end that he... He infiltrates up to the point where he gets to this ritual room. And in this ritual room, basically, a lot of politicians would rape and then end up drinking the blood of a virgin child (sighs) in order for, like, I guess, initiation. But he was so in it. He had to pretend to be one of them. And there's even a point where he's like, he had to borrow a photo of one of the survivors of human trafficking that he helped. Mm-hmm. And when they asked him, like, are you down, though? Like, are you down? Mm-hmm. And he was like, look at this. And shows them the photo of a 10-year-old. And all, Mark, right, Mark? No, it wasn't Mark. It was someone else. Daniel. 
the last guy. But anyway, she sh- he shows someone a photo of a 10-year-old, and they're just so disgusting about it. Yeah. I was so worried that when the infiltration actually happened... That he would have to do something. Oh, God, I was so I was scared. so worried. I, I was, did not want to read that. Me neither. I was terrified the whole time. I was like, I swear uh, to God, if he has to hurt a child... Because you remember there was even a part where, like, the child had to sit on his lap, and I yeah. was like... And he whispered to the child, like, he whispered in the child's ear, like, don't be scared, like, I'm here to save Fuck. you. And the child, like, actually behaved in the way that he wanted the child to without having to explicitly say it the child was super like stoic like calm like didn't give away anything of what he said (laughs) you know what hurt too every child that he ever saved always asked like i just want to go home where are my parents but then they some of them would also ask can you just adopt me or or can can you be my dad and he was like it's funny because he was like i'm gonna have to ask my my wife ask addy i'm gonna see if addy the baddie oh my (gasps) my god Uh, uh, dissy the bussy (laughs) how did you feel about daya so, in the beginning, I did feel kind of annoyed with her character because she forced that whole situation between Grayson and Addie. Because she was like, oh my god, you need to get laid. And she was like, give me your phone, I'm going to text him. And just the way that she went about it, I was like, damn, like, boundaries? Like, yeah. like she obviously doesn't want to. Yeah. So, I did get annoyed by her, but I did like that she worried for Addie, like, she was always helping her. Like, she was the one who set up the security system in her house. I mean, it didn't work, didn't but, work, you know, but it was The sweet. thought was there. The thought was there, you know? <laughs> and I liked that she was always willing to stay with her. But I don't know. It, I don't know how to feel about it because even when Addie was being stalked before she fell in love with the shadow... You know how Daya would be like, oh, let me stay here with you. And then Addie yeah. would be like, no, don't stay. Eventually, she would just leave her. Yeah, Daya's like, okay, I tried. <laughs> okay, I tried. Okay, just text me later, okay? Mm-hmm. Thank you, bye. Also, the fact that, like, the first time something happened while Daya was there, I kind of got annoyed with the fact that, like, and for the thousandth time, Daya was like, did you hear that? Did you hear that? Because mm-hmm. it's like, you know. You, you already seem, know. Yeah, you already know. And you don't seem as worried for your friend. Mm-hmm. More for yourself. Yeah. I did not really appreciate the friendship between them. Really? Only because Daya didn't really seem like a good a good bestie. Yeah. You know? I can see that because I did get annoyed with her when she, like, did leave her. But at the same time, there's only so much begging you can do before yeah, you're like, you know exactly. what? She doesn't want my help. I'm just going to fucking leave then. Exactly. I do want to say, although I did like reading this book, there were some parts that I skimmed. I did not really care for the part when they went to the haunted house. Mm. I don't even remember what happened there. I couldn't understand that. What happened there? So she was being targeted by Mark at that point. Mm. And so when Mark saw her... So Mark was the shady politician that uh, the shadow... Had to pretend to like... Had to pretend to be close to. Like he was pretending to be his friend. And so when Mark saw Addie and Daya... He was like getting really close to them and he was like, oh my God, where's, where's Zach? Cause that's the name he used. And Addie was like, oh, he's in the bathroom. Even though he wasn't even there yeah. and to her knowledge. But she was covering. Yeah. Yeah. She was covering for him. But I mean, that was the whole point of it. And then that's okay. when they had sex for the first time. Okay. With him penetrating her. God, fuck. I thought you were going to talk about him being a morally great character. Like, just him as a character. 
like, do you think he's a good person is what I thought you were going to... I thought that's what we were going to talk about. Uh, you know, if it weren't for the fact that this was a dark romance, probably. But, I mean... Oh, you mean the stalking. You know, we draw the line at stalking. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I feel like I can't... I can't judge him based on the situation of that world. Mm-hmm. Because that world shows, you know... So much fucked up stuff happening in that world. What, how bad is murder when compared to everything that the politicians are doing in this society that apparently rules the government? Exactly. And them taking advantage of like children. And you know what? Like the thing is, I, I can understand why he is murdering these people, him as a character in this world. But the fact that he stalks her is what irks me the most. That's so funny. I thought it was going to be the opposite, to be honest. Why? I don't know, because when it comes to murder, I feel like people feel really strongly about it. It's either you're for it. I mean, in this case, in this situation. In this story. You're either for, you know, the murder of someone who, quote unquote, deserves it, or you're not. Mm -hmm. So I thought we were going to clash in that Do you agree with me? With what I'm saying? Yeah, 100%. Wait, <laughs> I that's why I feel... You don't know me. <laughs> no, well, I thought... I don't know. I wasn't sure how you felt for him as a, a character as a whole. Not necessarily maybe that aspect, but just like as a whole. Because I agree with you about the stalking. You know, it's unsettling. Yeah. And she did say no multiple times. Mm-hmm. But it keeps pushing. But, like, that comes with the territory. That comes with dark romance. Yep. The thing is... If I had heard about this story on my own and us not having a podcast, I would not have read it. Really? I don't think I would. I feel like so many people talk about it on TikTok that I would eventually read it. Mm. Just because I'm so curious. No, I get you. talking about this story? You know what's funny, too? I think because of how they are, I like The Shadow more than I liked Addie. I agree. I think I did, too, to be honest. I just hate how fucking... I hate how prideful Addie is. But I kind of get it, though. <sighs> I, I know. I understand because I, when she was being stalked by him and she was like, I'm not going to let this man run me out of my own house, I understood because I was like, well, damn. I don't think I would either. I know, but fuck, dude. Freaking draw the line somewhere. <laughs> no, there's no line. Dude. No line. Mm-mm. But... I agree with you. I did prefer his character, too. Just as a whole. I mean, I really like morally great characters. I hated the supernatural aspect of this book. No. (laughs) I hated it. I loved it. I hated it because it had nothing to do with the story. The only time it did. Okay. (laughs) No. (laughs) The only time it did was the fact that she saw an apparition. Of, yeah. Of Gigi. Yeah. Was it Gigi? And... And Gigi walked up to the attic, and in the attic, she found a note that Nana, her Nana, had written. Mm-hmm. And she stashed it away. So her apparition basically led her to the, you know, the solving of her case. Do you know what the note said? Um, no. It doesn't really matter. I don't remember why that was important. Like, how did her Nana know who did it? Oh, you know what? Because her Nana covered for the the actual murder. I can't remember why, to be honest, because... That whole situation just, like, freaked me out. 
I didn't like the whole idea that she knew this entire time who the killer was. Uh, and yeah. she didn't even do anything about no. it. Like, that's her mom. That's her mom. Hello? Uh, she probably felt so fucking bad. I mean, I understand because she was really young, so she was being no, you know, yeah. manipulated into it, into silence. So I get it, but that part made me really sad. I could have done without the supernatural aspect. I love the supernatural part of it. I, I just wish it would have played a bigger role. I wish fucking... Hello, the second book might. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. Oh, my gosh. By the way, oh, my God, we didn't mention the biggest thing. Oh, the cliffhanger? This book ends in a cliffhanger. And Wait, it, before we talk about the cliffhanger, okay. should we talk about who killed Gigi? Gigi? So we're meant to believe that it was her stalker because that's what Addie thinks. Addie is completely sure that it was the stalker who which, she fell in love with. And which, by the way, is mentioned by her shadow, Zayd. Um, the shadow. Sorry, her shadow, though. <laughs> the shadow anyway. between all of us. <laughs> Mentioned by Zayd saying, like, you just wanted to be her stalker in order to justify hating me. He says that, but so does Daya. Daya tells her, like, do you just want the stalker to be the killer because you want that? You want to view your stalker in that same light? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I, I mean, I, I'm just saying it. I mean, obviously it's a possibility. So, I mean, don't hate her for thinking that that's a possibility. Yeah. But anyway, so even though we were made to believe that initially it was supposed to be the stalker, then it was twisted into, oh, maybe it's the husband because he was described as someone who had like violent tendencies. And it was because he was under the impression that his wife was cheating on him. Which she was. So Yeah, but he became violent. He started drinking more. He was gambling. Mm -hmm. His life was uh, falling apart. So it was believed that he got into a drunk rage and ended up killing her. So that's what we were made to believe. But then I all I swear to God, these there's like a formula to mysteries. Yeah. It's like it's never the one who seems like it would be. Which yeah. would be the stalker. Yes. But then it's never the one who is like, oh, maybe it's this person. Like the twist. It's always the middle. It's always the middle ground. So it was actually the husband's best friend, Frank. Fucking Frank. Frank. Frank, my best friend. Frankie? Frankie, Frankie Muniz. Oh my god. How is oh my he? god, if this became a movie, Frankie <laughs> Muniz now. <gasps> Call him. Call I mean, him. Is, is he still good? I don't know. Actually, oh my god, I, I actually hope so. I, I actually him. don't know. But yeah, it ended up being Frankie and the reason Frankie. Hello. <laughs> Frank. <laughs> but the only reason that we know is because in the stash where she found that letter of her grandmother, we find a ring. And it has blood on it. And yeah. So that's who killed her. It's a watch. It's a Oh, it's a watch. Yes, it's a watch. Yeah. My bad. Take fan. <laughs> sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. But anyway, so do you want to talk about the cliffhanger? Yeah. Which it is mentioned in the first page with the trigger warning. I fucking love the first page of this book because the author, I don't know you, but bitch, we would get along so well because she's like, you know what? Just... Just a little warning. This ends in a cliffhanger. And if you don't like cliffhangers, fuck you, bitch. There's the door, fuck bitch. You, bitch. And if you love cliffhangers, here's my Welcome Twitter. to my wussy, her world. Oh my god. <laughs> welcome to my world, dussy, bitch. <laughs> wussy. 
But she was just so like, this ends in a cliffhanger. Don't fucking leave fucking comments about hating fucking cliffhangers if I told you that this ends in a fucking cliffhanger. She was so... She was ready. She was like, I'm going to give you the trigger warnings. I'm going to give you the fact that it ends in a cliffhanger. I'm going to give you a fucking playlist, bitch. I don't want to hear no shit from any of you. I warned your asses, okay? She did did warn my ass. I'm still going to complain about it. Oh my god! It's so funny because I was like thinking the entire time. You know what I thought the cliffhanger was gonna be? What? I thought the cliffhanger was gonna be okay. She finally falls in love with this man, and she's coming to terms that she's falling in love with this man. And he went off on this mission, right, to like save whoever. I don't remember. I thought it was gonna end in her not hearing from him again. Okay, that's what I thought. Interesting one. I thought she was gonna have something to do with it. Only because there was a part where it was like, who's in charge of this? You? And then it just ends. Joe Goldberg. I know. You season three on Netflix? No. I thought it was going to be her like, fuck yeah, bitch. Wait, her having to do with what? The 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 child trafficking. Oh my God. Can you imagine? A huge ass thing. It's like, how do you think I have that big house, bitch? Inherited? Yeah. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Unreliable narrator AF. You know I love that shit. You know I love that shit. I I love that (laughs) shussy. But I thought that was going to happen, but instead, at the very end, Addie is abducted. Yes, she is abducted by a character who we were already introduced. Yeah, introduced to who was also known as a bad character. He's in like He's like a criminal. Yeah, he is. But we never knew this far. Yeah. We never knew how far he was going to take it. The implication is that they're going to sell her. Because one of them says, oh, they're going to pay a pretty penny for you. So obviously they're going to sell her to the society, right? Like, that's what I'm guessing. Yes. Does everyone and their mother know that she has a target on her back? I know, for real. You know what I kind of wish would have happened? What? Uh, Everything the same. Everything in this book fucking the same. Mm-hmm. If at the very end they had repeated that journal entry from Gigi that said he came for me. Aww. I would have fucking loved But it would have been Mark. Oh, sorry. Max. Yeah. I would have fucking loved that. Max is the, the character that we were introduced to earlier. Not to be confused by Mark, okay? With Mark, who's There's also a, a bitch. Who's We're also a bitch. But I, I would have loved if that had happened because I fucking love that quote so much. Yeah, I agree with you. I always love when books circle back to something that happened earlier. Yep. It's like my favorite. <laughs> so what would you rate this book? My Rissy for this book. Oh, I thought you were going to say book pussy. <laughs> my Rissy for this book pussy would bussy. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I don't missy. <laughs> I actually already rated this book, I think, online. Oh, you did? I think I did. I, I hope I gave it the same rating. Watch she does it. Because of the writing that I thought was fucking amazing. Mm. And the thing is, I I've read a lot of books because of this podcast. <laughs> but just in general too. Mm-hmm. I've read a lot, but I've never felt so fucking like 
in love with an author's writing as I did with this just because of how fucking poetic she is. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I'm not one to be like, ooh, flowery writing, you know? Mm-hmm. But it was just so written so fucking well mm-hmm. that it like skyrocketed what I would have been. Your rating? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do not like the fact that there's stalking. I understand that it's a dark romance, but I wish. I wish there would have been something else to the shadow. Zane. It's like this whole freaking book. No, I know it is, but like, cause he even says to like, you know, I want you to love the bad parts of me. It's like you'll love, love the, the good parts of me. Yeah, bitch. Don't you get it? But anyway, I wish there would have been something more than that. Cause I'm not down for that. Mm-hmm. But if you are down, leave a comment. <laughs> uh-huh. But I, I wasn't down for that. But overall, I thought this was a fucking good book. It was written really well, and I can see myself reading the second one during the daytime, preferably. <laughs> Me I, too. I would rate this book a three out of five. Oh, wow. Thank you. Oh, wait. Thank you, Essie. Too much OC. There's too much OC in this episode. <laughs> I think we need to cut it. No! Messy! <laughs> Stop! <laughs> Um, okay, so as I said earlier, I don't seek out dark romance, but I'm open-minded. I feel like, you know what, I'll give it a try. I'll see if I like it. But this book, literally, I could not put it down. I started it at like 4 p.m. I finished it at like 1 a.m. <laughs> like really? 2 a.m. So probably. This, is the, this was the one from the batch that you were like... <laughs> I don't want to confirm or deny that. <laughs> we bulk wanna... read, by the way. Yeah, we bulk read. So I read so many stories in one sitting. Well, not one sitting, but you know what no, I mean. No, one whole sitting. One, just one entire sitting. Mm-hmm. I think I would give this book probably like a 4.6. Oh, damn. I really, oh, <laughs> I really liked the writing. I really liked that it felt that the point of views were distinct characters. Yes. I really liked the spice level, mm. even though it could have gone harder. Not enough pussy. <laughs> Pundussy. Pundussy. <laughs> um, and I agree with you. I am really excited to read the second part of it. Mm-hmm. So um, as my first dark romance, I think I am intrigued. Like yeah, our as- girl. Carlton's favorite word. <laughs> I think I'm intrigued oh my to God, read. <laughs> Stop. I think I'm down to read more dark romance. Okay. Can I just say one of the books that we're going to be reading, and we can cut this out, that we're going to be reading okay. this bulk read is Den of Vipers because someone mentioned it Stop. in our comments on TikTok. And I for real, my fucking one brain cell fucking bicycling like ding 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 like trying to fucking Push me through. Was like, I can't wait to read a book about snakes. She literally, so you literally excited. sent me an audio message like, oh my God, I'm so excited to read Denna Vipers, you know, because I just, I want to read about the snake kingdom. Really I was like, snakes. what the fuck are you talking about? There's a den full of vipers. Vipies? <laughs> that's not what this book is about. The pussies? <laughs> Stop. I... Ironically enough, it is filled with my pussy. <laughs> like, apparently that book is going to be full of pussy and panosi. <laughs> and dosi. It's not. And then other OCs. It's not 
snakes though i'm so fucking disappointed so when she's already she's already disappointed so when you told me that haunting adeline (laughs) had fucking panussi in it i was like okay okay fine fine i'm not i'm not going to hate on spice because i can read spice but fucking i just want a fucking story about snakes bitch and here i am reading about panussi pussy and doosy i'm so fucking tired when when Chelly finished this book, we didn't tell each other how we felt, no. but when she finished this book, Haunting Adeline, she sent me an audio message like, I'm so tired of penises. I just, I just, there's penis everywhere. I'm tired. Because before this book, I'm just going to go ahead and say, should I say it? Yeah. We're, we read Neon Gods. We haven't talked about it yet, but no. we read Neon Gods. So yeah. another smutty book. So mm. one final thing that I, I really want to talk about. And it has to do with dark romance. So I, you rated this book already on Goodreads, I'm assuming. Yeah. Did you see that the author, H.D. Carlton, on Goodreads <laughs> wrote that she almost didn't publish this book because she knew that there would be people who judged her and would hate her for this? How do you feel about that? We've talked about this, not this specific conversation because I didn't know that, mm-hmm. but we've talked about this. I just feel as like... As a topic. As a topic, yeah. If you're publishing out to the world... Okay, here's my opinion. Here's my pussy. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking can't with you. Okay, but serious. I'm not drunk anymore. <laughs> it's barely hitting. When you publish a book, mm-hmm. or when you publish a piece of writing, even if you're in a creative writing course right now, as soon as you publish it, you can consider that part of that story is no longer yours. I agree. Because when it's out there, it's out there. So it, the interpretation of the people who are out there, mm-hmm. that's not for you to dictate. So even though I did like the fact that the author put like the, there's a cliffhanger, bitch. Don't leave a bad comment about cliffhangers. You can't control what people say. Yeah. And especially because you already said that people are probably going to bitch about it more. Yeah, and even if they don't bitch about it, what did you accomplish? Like, what? why did you do that? I under, I love that you put the trigger warnings at the beginning because mm-hmm. that was a really, like, helpful thing to, for me to know that this is about to happen. Mm-hmm. I was so shocked, though. But everyone is entitled to their own opinion on your book. If you wrote a book that you knew people were not going to like or criticize, deal with it. Mm-hmm. You wrote it. You have to accept that you wrote it, and you can't kind of you can't control that manipulate like the view of your audience like i I agree with you but i mean what i meant by my question was how do you feel about she had been picturing this story for a while now for like two years that's what she said okay but she didn't release it because she was scared of what people would think of her what do you think about that not necessarily her trying to you know dictate what people respond to it but yeah, like I get you. how do you feel about people who want to write dark romance but are too scared of like oh what is the public gonna perceive of my of me you know as someone who will constantly say things like oh i don't like the view that kids have on this and i don't like the view that yeah you say that quite on. a lot <laughs> i do say that but you know at the end of the day you all have the freedom to write whatever you want mm-hmm. and it sucks that she felt like that I feel like more so now in our present time, Mm -hmm. people are a lot more open with what they think about certain things. Yeah. And I'm glad that she was able to release this. 
not everyone's gonna like it. Uh, it sucks that she felt that she couldn't write this because at the end of the day, write whatever the fuck you want because that's your writing. Mm. And, you know, she was kind enough to write trigger warnings. Yeah. She not everyone does that. Yeah. And she basically told us, oh, this is what we're going to expect in this story. Yeah. She even mentioned, if I remember correctly, the fact that, like, some authors don't like putting trigger warnings because they want you to go in blind and experience it. But I just want to mention it. That's, like, very kind. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So. But then again, yeah. remember, this book was banned. So she could have been forced to write trigger warnings too i don't actually know whether yeah, she did it maybe just because she wanted to or because she was forced to mm-hmm. i have seen comments now that now that i read the book i've you know i've looked for what people think about it right i see people who get really upset that she would write this right because it's, you know, consensual, non-consensual. Yeah. And I completely understand. Because the people who are outraged are the ones who have dealt with trauma. Mm-hmm. But I just want to say that while I completely respect anyone's, you know, reaction to a piece of art, if you will. Yeah. People handle trauma in very different ways. Some people will actively seek out their trauma so that they yes. feel like they have control over it. Yes. And... I just want people to realize, like, one response isn't the right one. I mean, I already knew what I was getting into. Yeah. So it was a little like, okay, I'm expecting it. I guess what I'm trying to say is, if if you see it in the trigger warnings, don't be surprised when you see it in the book. Yeah. Don't be surprised when you read the book and you're like, oh my god, wait, there's non-consenting sex in this and book. And also, it's a dark romance. Exactly. Like, you've been warned. What are you, you going to say? Exactly. But then again, I mean, you have every right to review whatever you want. In a certain way. But, I mean, whatever. So, I was surprised that I actually liked this book. I'm excited to read the next one. I knew you were going to like it. I didn't know you were going to like it as much as you did. I thought you were going to rate it a three. Really? Yeah. I thought you were going to hate this book. No, I liked it. I liked it because I told you you talked to me. I knew you weren't going to be okay with the stalking, though. When I was reading those moments, I was like, Chili's not going to like me. I told you, right? That that's like one of my fears. Yeah. I mean, me too, because I've I've been stalked before. It's scary. It's scary. It's so scary. And I I mean, I don't react like Addie did. Like, you know, that shit doesn't like thrill me. I'm like, oh, hell no. (laughs) Yeah, no. That shit's scary. Oh, my God. So I went in. With an open mind, because it was a dark romance. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I wouldn't seek this out in the future, but I do really want to finish this story just to see how it ends. Same. But fuck, like... What a story. That shit... That shit go hussy. <laughs> go hard. Hard Hardussy. Hard You're better at it. You're better at the hussy. I was... Literally, when I was reading this book, and I got near the end, I was like, when we film this, I'm going to see that shit up. <laughs> you're better at the OCs. There's you're enough You're better Ossie. at justifying it. Thank you. Thank you Dude, so much. I, I love Yossi. I love Yossi. <laughs> I love Yossi Tessie. I freaking hate this. <laughs> we did drink a little bit, but we're not, I don't think we're drunk. We're just no. a little buzzed. <laughs> it's just funny. It's funny. <laughs> Are we going to drink more? Probably, yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yes. (laughs) Anyway, thank you for listening to our episode. If you listen to us on audio form, so anything like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from, if you can leave a rating, 
a review. Some encouraging words, maybe. Specifically with some ussy in it. Oh, my God. I would <laughs> fucking love that. So, so would you, Hyra, but not as much as me loving that you ussified it. I would fucking love that. <laughs> if you watch us on YouTube, if you can please leave a comment, like, notification bell, please hit it because apparently that helps with analytics. Um, we are trying really hard this year to put ourselves out there because in in real life, outside of this verse that we live in, <laughs> we're, we're very like... Busy. Yeah. We're also, busy. Yeah. I'm very to myself. So this is very... Oh yeah, so please follow us. <laughs> so, so please follow us on TikTok and Instagram. We're trying to be more active. Yeah, TikTok, Instagram, on story and things if you want to follow us. Mm-hmm. So I think we should end this as we end all of our sorry, wait, sorry our normal episodes. Oh. <laughs> not a wine and read. This is not a wine and read. Um did you think it would be? No. Not a wine and read. Usually when we end... a read. So usually when we do a story and things episode that's a normal one, we will roll a die. And if it lands on an even number, we will read a positive review on Goodreads. But if it lands on an odd, we will read a negative review. And I don't know about you, but I'm... Feeling 22. It's like Oh, but also feeling... (laughs) Also feeling 20 tussy. So I loved it. Love Taylor Swiftie. T Swiftie. I'm a Swiftie. Swiftie. Stop. I can't see enough. We're not seeing the next episode. Hot dussy. (laughs) (laughs) I wish we could just end the episode there, and the music comes in like. (laughs) Our number is a three. An odd, which is a negative review. <laughs> it's so, so funny maybe, because I found one that is short and sweet. Hell yeah. Oh my gosh. By the way, when we read a review on here, Why it's not? to leave in the air. To leave in the receipt. <laughs> to just be there. We're not co-signing it. We're not even going to discuss it. No, I'm going to look straight in the camera. Actually, I'm not going to look at the camera because I'm a little embarrassed to see. So. <laughs> All right. So. This is on Goodreads. It's written by Dreams of Darkness. I looked at it. Stop. (laughs) They rated it a 2 out of 5. And they wrote, Sometimes we all make bad decisions. Like the decision to read this book. Thank you for watching. (laughs) Thank you for watching. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Goodbye, sissy. Goodbye, sissy. Okay, that's a good one. Go, go. Wait, like, I, oh wait. We didn't even talk about the fact that she's called the manipulator. Whatever. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>